0: Thank you Hey, what to do with the business is. It
1: is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou.
0: Man, how is your boy, Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes Snap.
1: Absolutely. And I am Spike Lou on the same socials. Catch me in these tweet streets if you're looking for me. How you holding up out there, champ? It's a, a normal question these days.
0: Yeah, pretty much, man. You can, hey, listen. Cases are asked. up. We asking us that question. You gotta ask your people that though, man. Like hit, yes. hit your people up. You ain't heard from in a minute.
1: No, that's Take that's good. Day. That's real spit, man. Like just call your people and say what's up. Hey, how you doing? You holding up well? It'll make you feel better, and it'll make them feel better too, man. Just, just you know, we men we can do that, and ain't nothing wrong with checking on your homeboy, man.
0: Absolutely. No, I'm super good though. I, I think we finna go back into a. I think we might be going backwards
1: though. Absolutely, man. If you've been, like, you don't even watch the news, and you know. it. No. So it's feel. a lot of cases it's going up. It's, it's getting like people are now. There's a funny thing about America. People are like, oh, shit, I guess we should take this serious now. After you've been warned and told and you go out anyway without a mask. Now people are fucking starting to get scared.
0: Yeah, that's usually how shit go.
1: I'm nervous before we get into it. Man. I'm nervous. We're not going to have a football season. Yeah,
0: that's that's going
1: to hurt. Rough. That's going to hurt. I'm gonna come clean.
0: Oh, well, I'm gonna wear
1: this too. We don't got no. Oh my God. Also. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna get to wear that too, man.
0: That shit garbage. <laughs> um, hey, man, we got a great episode lined up. Uh, but first, before we get into what it is that we'll be speaking about, man, we have to say a rest in peace to QC artist Marlo here in Atlanta over the weekend. Um, He was the victim of a drive-by on the interstate on I-285 down here. Um, This was late Saturday night. Uh, He succumbed to several bullet wounds, man. It's a real crazy story. He was really close to a little baby, um, tied down here in the community heavy. He survived by a little girl. He was only 30 years old. So rest in peace to up-and-coming artist Marlo.
1: Yeah, our condolences out to Marlo, his people, man. It was a rough situation, Uh, As you stated, QC artist, Uh, people referred to him as thorough, true and true, a real Atlanta nigga. You look at some Mm. of his videos and some of his talk; he was Atlanta to the core. Um, It seemed like he had some talent and had some stuff going with the rap game. Very, very sorry to hear about the loss, man. And rough times, man. Uh, Allegedly, he was like leaving the projects, and you Mm. know. So it wasn't just like a random. Somebody pulled up to him and shot him on the interstate. I think they followed him from where he was,
0: mm.
1: and when they got the opportunity, they pulled up on him and done it.
0: So. You hear that more often than not down here, though. I, I can't. Da- I can't remember who getting it was getting shot on the interstate. Shot yeah, shot
1: yeah. Exactly. that's a yeah, thing down 20. here, man. Oh, yeah. it was a nigga that was telling that story on one of them DVDs, like the fuck. Yep. Oh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, that's that's one of them things down here, man. Yeah,
0: sure wild, man. So, Rest uh, in peace, Marlowe,
1: man. Condolences that- to his people, man.
0: Most yep. definitely, man. Um, now let's segue into what we got coming up on this week's show, man. Today, uh, we're rapping about Vince Staples. He gives high praise to Atlanta rappers. Uh, uh, we've got a break in the Pop Smoke case. And we review that Freddie Gibbs Alfredo album, Better Late Than Never. All right? And we debate whether it's already album of the year. But first... Uh, the late Chicago rapper Juice World dropped his first release since dying of an accidental overdose last year. The album Legends Never Die is on pace to not only hit number one, but to reach upwards of 450,000 first week. Nuts. Mm. Uh, did we underestimate Juice World's impact? Mm,
1: no, I don't think so. Uh, I started to notice it when he died. It, it, people of the generation under us and how the regard that they had for him. So especially being an album coming out after he passed, you knew it was going to do big numbers. So I think this is about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a big fan base, man, and people, you know, just because I didn't listen to him doesn't mean he wasn't a talented dude. I've been watching some of the clips of the freestyles and things like that uh, that he's done. So, I mean, he was talented. So I'm not surprised by these numbers. I'm not surprised by its impact. I'm not surprised uh, by the response that happened, you know, once he passed away in the morning of him. He was a big deal uh, for that next generation, man. So he, these numbers are right on tack for what I expected. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I was surprised, but I didn't have a clue. I'm going to keep it a stack. I am. I'm very washed. And I had listens. Here's the thing, though. I got put on the Juice World when he did the album with Future. That's what made Mm -hmm. me kind of listen to him and check him out. That was in 2018. Then that made me listen to his solo album that came out last year. Neither one of those really did anything for me. Uh, They were just okay. Had a couple of one or two bangers on there that I rock with, but this latest album, though, that just came out, I was like, man, let me run this back and see what it's hitting on. This album is tough. Really, like, it's I ain't super, even listening. Man, like I'm, I'm rocking with it. Now, look, it's not. We're not the audience for it. It's teenage melodrama. Um, you know, a little bit of genre bending in terms of or blending, wow. I should say, with alternative and hip hop, uh, which I rock with. But it's it's definitely for the 21 and under crowd. That's who he's talking to, kind of the loner. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of depressing stuff in there. Uh, a lot of drug references, which is kind of when you listen back now and you know you see how he died. It kind of it's a little uh, awkward to say the least. But his fan base, if he's he's damn near pushing 500 this week, which is crazy. I I wouldn't have seen that, man. They said he damn near. Uh, the Spotify was was crashing with people trying to listen to it, and but it I get crash it though. Spotify. Yeah, hey, bullshit. Like that shit, <sighs> that, that that shit is wild. But I get it though. When you listen to it, you understand he's a talented. He was he was a talented songwriter. His music has high replay value. It's very catchy. Its production is top notch. It, it this doesn't sound like a posthumous album. It sounds like this was close to being completed when he was alive unlike Pop Smokes project last week which kind of sounded like it was put together, you know, after the fact. This Thanks one sounded like, sound he, like got he was
1: 700 songs again. from Pop Smoke though.
0: Yeah, I heard that, but these that, that Pop Smoke those, those sound like experimental joints. Mm, I think yeah, that's that the way he was going. Yeah, it sounded experimental.
1: Um yeah, I agree with you on the Jewish world and the impact that it's made. One of the interesting things that was brought to me and again, I haven't listened to it yet, um very rarely I got DP, my guy says something mm-hmm. interesting, very rarely. Yeah. Uh, but he did say that listening to this was hard to do since, you know, the way that juice world died. Did you think the same when listening to it? or Did that not cross your mind?
0: No, it's, it's definitely a little eerie. He's, uh-huh. he makes several references to pills and depression and things of that nature. And it's, and that was a real thing for him. His mom spoke on it prior to him passing, you know, that yeah. was a real thing. Yeah. And so it, it is a little eerie, You know, you hate to see it kind of go out like that. But, I mean, it kind of is what it is at this point. But people are even – his fans are even saying that there's conspiracies behind this. They're even putting a conspiracy on him. They say he called his own death. Um, He's got a couple of bars where he said, um, forget the 27 club. You know, we don't make it past 21 when he was referring to XXX and um, Lil Peep. And now him. He died a week after his 21st birthday. So, and of course the 27 Club is the artists and musicians and the James Dean and uh, the talented people who died at 27. Um mm-hmm. Basquiat. Uh, this is gonna sound um, callous.
1: This is gonna sound callous, but when you're doing drugs like that and living that lifestyle, I don't think the expectation, I don't think it's crazy to say that I'm died at 21. And I, That's fair. You know, so That's I, fair. I, it was a different it's a different style than we grew up on that we're accustomed to. And I'm one thing that I will say, I'm a lot more tolerant of it than I was when it first started. Uh, yep. I, I can remember almost having those get-off-my-lawn moments when you're talking about him and A. Boogie and yeah. all of these and most of these new guys. But now you learn to appreciate what they're good at. And Juice World definitely, definitely, while it's not for me, has some talent.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, he died on the same day as John Lennon, too. Wow. So it's a lot of... It's a lot of interesting tidbits, man. Out of that. That's how
1: we was when Pac
0: died, though. Oh, of course, there was no internet. Absolutely, right. mm.
1: Moving on, Shy Glizzy, your man's. It's my boy. He is upset, and Shy Glizzy is upset at Uzi. He sent him a fuck you, a real big fuck you, mm. after Uzi sent Shy Glizzy an invoice for an old feature. Damn. Now, who do you think is more out of line here, Uzi for sending over the invoice, or Glizzy for the fuck you response?
0: <laughs> and this fuck you was on social media like every other message. Uh, he yeah. tried to call him. Posted. Yeah. He Yeah, he did. He did. Now, he, okay, this is what we have here. We have a failure to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what type of understanding that Shy Glizzy had, thinking that he doesn't have to pay for features, mm-hmm. or. That a feature swap with Lil Uzi was even? That was an even trade? Fam. No, it's not. Lil Uzi, I don't look at them as the same tier of artist. No shade. No shade to, to Young Hefe, because that's my guy. If y'all remember Shy Glizzy, um, he had a song a couple years ago, uh, I'm So Awesome, just giving some reference to the people maybe like, who was that? He's from DMV, had a hit, I'm So Awesome, a couple of years ago. His star has faded a little bit since then, although he has a nice cult following, which I am a part of. I rock with his music. Mm. There's levels to this, bro. Blue-Z. You rock with Shy Glizzy music. Yeah, I like some of Shy Glizzy stuff. Mm-hmm. He had a single, uh, maybe like a month or two ago, that is fire. That uh, lonely vibes. You didn't have to
1: put that much emphasis on fire. I promise. Man, that you.
0: song is hard. I a Fuck Shy Glizzy song. You'll be like, that's banging. Watch when you listen. you be like, oh, okay, hang on, that's banging. Um, so, so you can't be upset for thinking that you're gonna eat off the feature for no cost and not having to cut Rock Nation a check for services rendered. This mm-hmm. is how it goes, dude. This is why Rock Nation is here to protect Uzi's interest and to get every cent that is owed to him. So mm-hmm. that's part of the game, bro. Let's let's be real.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you took it a lot easier on Shy Glizzy apparently because you like his last single than I'm about to. <laughs> um man, people fucking kill me that are in the music business, and then they're fucking surprised that it's business. That's true. Look, Uzi ain't doing no swaps with you, bro. Like, in what life is that fair? Yeah. And I'm not mad at him for being upset about being charged because it was an old feature. Right. Rock Nation took. Management control of Lil Uzi not too long ago. This was recent as well. So they could be going back through some cataloging, like just collecting on some past due stuff. That's not Lil Uzi's problem. He got a lot of shit going on. He's a fucking mega star.
0: It's not his so fault he pro- either.
1: He, he probably has nothing to do with this. Right. And like you said, signing a contract with Rock Nation, not his fault. I right. didn't see that in the deal. My bad, bro. My problem with shy glizzy the people around him or however this he responded in the fuck you is you have to take this as business these are learning experiences like okay you got charged with this verse you got it pay it now you know moving forward not to expect a free verse from Lil uzi and you know how to conduct your business this is a business dude this is not the music bar game none of that like people don't do shit for free and it surprises me every time when people think that they've gotten taken advantage of and how they react. It's cool. When, excuse me. It's not cool that you got taken advantage of, but you're in business, and I'm sorry it's gonna happen. Sometimes we, we we say yes to bad deals. That's it. That's business. How you respond to that is how you are successful in business. And responding to an invoice with "fuck you" that's Bullshit. That's some See, here's,
0: here's the thing. He thought they were cool. That's cool. And people do swap. Let's be clear. People do swap outs all the time, but you have to be on the same. level. It's got to make sense for both parties. You getting a slight little Uzi getting a, a slight shy glizzy verse on that eternal take mm-hmm. does way more for shy glizzy than it does for little Uzi vert. Let's yes. be 1000% honest. Like it's not, it's, that's not an even trade. So, but I, I, I have so many questions though.
1: Well, I mean, I got I I got questions too, and and one of them is the emotion. Like, I don't understand the emotional response. Well, I guess he's a young guy, so he's not sure. But he, young guys listening, here's a, a better way to handle that, in my opinion.
0: Okay.
1: If you can't get in touch with him, he can't get in touch with Uzi because he said he, he tried. Was okay. He said he tried. Exactly. He he tried. He couldn't get in touch with him. That's why he went to the fuck you on the internet. You don't got to pay the invoice right now. Like, your credit not going to be bad, bro, so next time I see Lil Uzi, since we are cool, like you said, I'm going to ask him about it. I'm going to say, hey, bro, you know, I got like a $500,000 invoice from your mans in You Did you know about that? I ain't paid it yet or nothing like that, but did you know? Right there in his face. (laughs) Now now you got to give me a reason not to be cool with you because if you act like a sucker now... I can say fuck you, but responding emotionally before you're able to just get to the bottom of it, like, I'm sure Rock Nation didn't send a 30-day, 30, 30 like, response where you had to pay that invoice in 30 days, my nigga, that shit gonna sit till I get to the bottom of it, it's business, that's business, so I'll move that over here to the pile of shit that don't need to happen right now, thank Lizzie, you, Luzzi, but you're not hurting.
0: Glizzy said that he has never had to pay for a feature ever.
1: That's why he at where he at, dude. So, so barely, that's why I didn't hear that last single. That's why he's not popping now. <laughs> you don't <laughs> think you got to fucking pay for shit? And this ain't the music business, my nigga. didn't appreciate being shy, glizzy. Right there, where you at,
0: nigga? How D-X. much was the tab? Is the question? Man, he it, had some, it had to be something It had to be something for the initiate this response. Two fifty. I get the fuck out of here. Who is it he Rock paying. Nation? Right? He, he not trying two fifty for no verse, bro. If it's two fifty, nah, bro.
1: I, That's, a That's
0: a show. That's a show at a college, maybe.
1: I'm charging Glizzy 250 for <laughs> out here. Nah, and nah, I
0: really say at least sixty thousand, at least sixty thousand. Hey, boy, he want to come off them. glizzy ain't want to come off them six. Not during a pandemic.
1: Absolutely not. He ain't got no hey, show money Uzi to make. That. He mad for that. 60. Uzi don't need them sixty. Uzi, Uzi straight.
0: Niggas not doing shows, bro. I've heard through the he grapevine he's numbers. not the he best just, with his money. But He just did numbers, though. Like
1: He recently just did numbers. He just got a check. He That's done do that already. He need to do something else. But He just got a check because he released, so they paid him for that.
0: For the record, the song is called Right or Wrong. If anybody's interested to see if that Uzi verse was How long worth ago did 50 or 60. Huh?
1: How long ago did it come out?
0: I think January. Nah. And Uzi ripped it, though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, come on with my money for that damn, buddy.
0: He ripped it. I ain't even gonna lie. He snapped on there.
1: He should have responded and said, nigga, what you want, a discount?
0: <laughs> uh, Uzi responded and said, I don't talk to rappers that I don't know.
1: He said that to him?
0: Yeah. No, he said that on, on IG.
1: <laughs> I like Uzi, man. That's the energy
0: right there. Talking about
1: cool, like, nigga, you ain't getting no free verse.
0: Free verse is nuts. Moving on, uh, let's take it to the West Coast, man. Vince Staples. Now, in response to fans saying that T.I. didn't have a chance against 50 in a battle, Vince Staples tweeted out, and I quote, Mm. Atlanta got the best rappers ever, and it's not even close, end quote. Mm. T.I. picked up on that, gave him a little shout-out on Twitter. Now, my question is, does Vince have a point? Do the best rappers come from Atlanta?
1: What T.I. said.
0: Uh, He just said this guy's on to something, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. He just retweeted it and said something. He just co-signed
1: it. The guy's got a great point, man. And if don't nobody else ride for the South, I guess we got to do it over here at the On Deck TV podcast That's where I'm from. So I'm going to ride with Vince and be biased and say yes. I'm going to go with it Uh, because the other answer would be probably New York or Compton, California. True. Somewhere like one of those two answers. So I'm going to ride for the South and say based on the variety, uh, the different types of music that you get, long as they've been running the game, the difference and, and the reason I feel like that Atlanta may have an edge on New York is because the style has been a lot more influential. True. Uh, I just think that more people are trying to do what they're seeing being done in Atlanta and what started in Atlanta, that sound like a trap music, what it's blown up to. So, I got to give the edge to Atlanta as a whole for having the best rappers. Not bar for bar like you can't. I'm not putting Jay-Z versus Andre Three Stacks. I'm not doing it that way. But if I'm talking about a talent pool of rappers, it's got to be
0: Atlanta. So I agree with Vince. First of all, let's set the stage of who we're talking about. Okay. This is Vince Staples. That's my guy. You could argue he's more known for his personality and his statement than his music at this point today. To
1: you, he's very popular in the hipster
0: community. I can see that. He's one of the more opinionated rappers. Facts. And that's fine. This is the same person who said the 2000 era of hip-hop was better than the 90s era of hip-hop, which Mm -hmm. was Supreme Cap. Let's be very clear about that. Um, So I simply I I took this as him throwing out bait for the blogs to chew on it and we took took it. We fell for it. We did it. Here we are talking about it, debating it. Atlanta's influence is huge today. It's, there's right. no question about that. But for the first 20 years, nigga, the influence came from the East Coast. You're saying that everybody sounds like they from Atlanta now? Guess true. what everybody sounded like before, bro? We've heard that's this in true. numerous interviews from everybody, from Nelly to T.I. Everybody wanted to rap like a New York person because that's what was popping at the time no, until they found their own sound.
1: No, it's, it's not true. You you, did, you clearly didn't watch my three-time-on-this-show-recommended Netflix series.
0: I watched a little
1: bit of it. You didn't watch it where they got to Houston? No. And I didn't. what they were talking about is around the same time that those guys in New York were quote unquote creating hip hop, yep. Willie D was doing his thing. You go further down south, uh, Luke was doing his thing. And if you go to the West Coast, Too Short and Ice T as well. So I don't, I don't agree with it started in New York and everybody was trying to sound like them. They just had the most media access. They had That's the buildings. I mean. So everybody wasn't trying to sound like them. They just thought you had to sound like them to get signed. People exactly. that weren't concerned with getting signed and just doing their own thing like UGK. It just sounded like UGK. So I just think and it's a whole conversation to be had probably on a whole podcast topic about that. But it's the New York biased and thinking that hip hop was started in New York or that's the popular sound of hip hop or was is I don't, I don't agree with that. That's not true.
0: There's, there's a million artists who were either on right now or were on that will tell you that is who I wanted to sound like when I first came out.
1: I wanted to sound like also artists to tell you that like Willie D would tell you, I didn't, I started rapping in 83 thinking I have no idea who those people are.
0: And I don't believe that.
1: They talked about it on the Netflix series that you should have watched.
0: If, if you look at Vince's tweets shortly after, he also tweeted out, quote, it's 10 billion rappers from Atlanta, and they all got a classic song and unique outfits.
1: I don't see that. He just,
0: just they probably funny. got more outfits than they got songs.
1: Come he just on, they, no, You just had to throw that on there after I vehemently defended his point. You just had to wait with that in the tuck and just throw that out there. You That was pretty savvy.
0: I get it. Being silly, dog. Like I get it. He did mention Young Dro. He said Young Dro can wrap circles around I a lot of people, it. and he doesn't even get mentioned in the top tier Atlanta artists. So That's I get right. what he's saying. The pool is deep, and they're hot right now for sure. I got but a let's lot. Let's not of rec- have recency bias, man. Let's, let's 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 remember our history, people.
1: Yeah, whatever. Speaking of Young Dro, okay. I put a question out there last week and got a lot of response on it. I don't think that I got to hear you versus battle. Seven songs, because <laughs> that's all he come to get.
0: Shit.
1: Young Dro versus Jim Jones. Who you got?
0: Jim Jones, because he got dips Nah, he
1: got you d- nah. He using solo shit. He don't get to nah. Pick
0: you can't add the asterisks, buy it and shit.
1: You don't get to pick from diplomatic Community? Young Dro got seven
0: hits. He does? Absolutely. It ain't even a
1: question.
0: FDB. Uh, what is that? The undercard to Ti and Fifty? Facts. Somebody,
1: oh, somebody responded text. to me and said, it don't matter. I just give me a Colt 45 and some new points to enjoy the battle.
0: Yeah, that's Something fair. Found
1: fucking hilarious.
0: And true. And I true. can respect that.
1: Absolutely. Next. Yep. Before we get to the topic, your man's Freddie Gibbs album of the year discussion, we want to get out of here on the last of the quick hits with NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Mm. The young man tried to go to his label and trade in his last four albums. And what did he want in return? Only his masters. Mm -hmm. That's it. Just his masters. And the label, are you surprised, said no, absolutely not. Thanks, but no thanks. Do you think that would have been a good deal for NBA Youngboy? Yes or no?
0: Um yeah he he wanted to trade in his next four that aren't done yet in exchange for his masters that would have been a great deal like kudos to to young boy for Delightly. trying to take control of his career and own those master recordings like people are making it cool to say i own my masters and that i love that shit that's ownership if people don't know masters is how your grandkids eat off your hits you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool to be a rapper and be signed and get that upfront money. A lot of that shit has to be recouped. You know what I'm saying? You get smacked. You, you, a lot of times you get the money on the front end and don't see anything on the back end while the labels eat good for the rest of their life off of your blood, sweat, and tears. Um, he's got a full career ahead of him. This won't be the only time he'll come to the negotiating table. I'm sure he'll figure it out. He's already, he's only 20. You know what I'm saying? He leans he inked a five album, two million dollar deal three years ago with Atlantic. So that's who he was trying to get his masters from. Um, a lot of his fans felt some type of way when he signed that deal because they thought he got lowballed. He did. So, yeah, probably so. Especially if he don't own his, <laughs> if Jesus. he don't own a, uh masters or nut, man. Two so two million just, for five albums. It's probably, bro. It's probably a three sixty deal too, man. Damn. So that, yeah, he took he took a L. I, I wish I could sit here and say I would be surprised that he signed a bad deal, but I'm not. But at least he's wise, wising up, man. And somebody's in his ear trying to get him to get this paper. Kudos to the rappers recently who have got control of their masters, like 21 Savage and 2 Chains, man. Shout out to them. But I, I respect Youngboy for making this play, though.
1: So you think it would have been a good deal if he had gotten
0: it? Yeah, you got to do that. Ownership do is everything, everything, man. He loses on the front end. So you know, a uh, uh, fucking uh, well, uh, you can't get the Hellcat that you was about to get. Like, who gives a shit? You want the masters? You want those checks to roll in five, ten, twenty years from now?
1: Yeah, I think it, would, it was a good idea. I'm I'm not surprised by the answer uh, because it's not a good deal for the label. Um, you got yeah, a young guy. Not. You got a young guy like can be a young boy who moves the meter, and <sighs> he got a long career ahead of him. And in having a long career ahead of him, record companies see how this shit go. They know this shit like the back of their hand. This is their business. I think their expectation may be if something happens to him, being the type of artist that he is, and we want to hold on to this. Mm. Like we were just talking about with Juice World, NBA YoungBoy gonna be a bring a lot of value if something were to happen to him. And I always think, well, not always, but with artists like NBA YoungBoy that have a trouble past, I think that. Labels do consider those things. Some insurance, what you you think that's like like insurance? Artists' catalog a lot are worth a lot more when they pass. That's true. They cash it in now and give him his masters, and he has that going to his estate as opposed to his label. They're gonna miss out on a whole lot of money if something happens. So I just think that they look at things like that, and they're not making this deal with him. I do agree with you. It's great that he's starting to think that way now. Even at twenty years old, he's gonna be able to make enough music. To um, get to where he is independent. Uh, the other guys you mentioned, 2 Chain, and those guys, they pushing
0: 40. Uh, so this They're is not a, 21, though. 21 Savage is a young cat who got his mouth He's 30. I don't, really? He gotta be. No fucking way. He's he not
1: 21. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta be at least 27, 28. Uh, but yeah, those are older guys, a lot older than young boys. So I do respect uh, what he's doing. he got a strong movement. If y'all don't listen to him, your little nephew, your little niece, probably does. Like he yeah. talks, every time he dropped millions of YouTube views. He he does numbers in the
0: streets. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. Sh- shout out to him, man. I, we'll see. We'll see how that turn out. I I feel like Atlanta, excuse me, Atlantic, kind of did like had an like, insurance policy on him. That's why they gave him that amount just in case because he he has had a couple of run-ins with the law. He has, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know he's coming from a place where a lot, not a lot of people make it out. Baton Rouge That's is on another level. So hard to get out of Baton Rouge, man. So it's a little bit of insurance with that low ball ass deal, but he'll be straight though, man. He got to put his head down and keep going. Fuck it. Yeah. He um, can drop albums monthly. Exactly. He now he gonna put out some bullshit. Watch. Watch these next two or three. <laughs> it's gonna, she's gonna be some slaw. Um, man, let's get to the topic at hand our long overdue Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo album review slash album of the year discussion, because this album is getting a lot of buzz, albeit it's only July. We still have a lot of year left. It is getting a lot of buzz. It's being hailed as album of the year out of a lot of camps, out of a lot of podcasts. So we thought it'd be a good discussion to have, you know, about having possibly the album of the year already out with five months left. Uh, but first and foremost, I do want to get your thoughts on the album because we have not talked about it in depth. I already know your expectation. You are Freddie Gibbs' number one hater, that's uh, not so true. I know I know you went into the album not expecting much. Uh, but how did you feel when you heard it?
1: <laughs> Lies. First and foremost, my name is not <laughs> DJ Academics, so I am not the number one Freddie Gibbs hater. But that's true. Top three. With that note. With that being said, I called this. Like Babe Ruth called this shot. I put it in the group chat. I put it on Twitter. I said it. I said that this would be Freddie Gibbs' best album to date.
0: Why? What made you say that?
1: I seen the roll up. I seen what he was getting to. That last one was good. I seen what he was building up to. A lot of you Freddie Gibbs fans like to sprinkle saying that this is a classic bandana or this turtle soup song that he has as a classic. All of this different shit. But I knew Freddie Gibbs was going to capitalize during the quarantine and he was going to come out with an album like Alfredo. So I was expecting it. I was expecting this to be the best Freddie Gibbs album to date. And boy, was I right. Should I do a lap?
0: No. There's no need. (laughs) I... I will say this. He, ha- I-, I said this last time. He's been on a roll. Um, call him Butter. He's been on a roll. Bandana was amazing. Um, he's been cooking. I thought the Freddy project was amazing. I thought the Fetty with he and uh, Currency was super dope. Mm-hmm. So he's been on a cooking spree as of late. And with this one, it's no different. When I seen that Alchemist was going to, when he was pairing with Alchemist, who is Dark Horse MVP this year. Facts. Alchemist has been killing shit on a production tilt. And this lived up to the hype, man. It's short, straight to the point, 10 tracks. Cinematic. Production is A1. The bars are on point. Gibbs has done a complete 180, dude. Like he's
1: A complete 180? He hasn't
0: always been this good, Freddie Gibbs? He's done a he's done a 180 by running away from the non from the commercial sound. And sticking with the B-side sample-heavy music, we can thank a number of people for making that in right now. Um, most of them come from Buffalo, New York. What's Shout going to out to Griselda. You. Them sticking to their guns and sticking to the script has opened the door wider, in my opinion, for someone like a Freddie Gibbs who didn't come out on this sound. He didn't sound like this when he came out in terms of production. He was trying to do like the rapper shit on CTE and having singles and having videos and shit. Now true. he can just make good music. like you, can, you the internet is your radio. You don't need to make a catchy bop with, you know, harmonizing it. You ain't gotta do that shit. You can make what you want. You can make it grimy, you can make it gritty. Some straight Gary Indiana shit. This is top tier hip hop. And I, and I respect it. I, I loved it as soon as I heard it. I thought the very first song, which actually Complex has, they have his verse on the first song as the best verse of the year so far, obviously. Mm. 1985, that shit is crazy. I ripped it. And I've heard at least four or five people hit me up and say, hey bro, you, I ain't gonna lie man, you were right, Gibbs is nice. Like This was just coming out for us, you.
1: You were right.
0: Absolutely. I hear that a lot. Let's not get it twisted, but specifically in this Freddie Gibbs instance, I've been talking about him forever and a day. A lot of people didn't get it. That's OK. Better late than never. Welcome to the party. Drinks are served getting, in the corner. You
1: you said it perfectly when you're doing your breakdown. It wasn't about getting Freddie Gibbs. He's found his lane now. He's mm. not on CTE. He's not trying to do singles. He's not doing the girly song, though we will get to Scotty Beeman. But he, one of the, my biggest problems with Freddie Gibbs previously to this is I didn't feel like he was himself. I feel like he leaned too much on trying to be a nigga from Gary to sold drugs. He's a lot, he's funny. He got a lot more to him than that. And I don't think that he was letting that come out in the rap as he is now. Now I listen to his album, like I just listened to it last night again in preparation. That shit is thoroughly entertaining. Like, that mm. nigga, he an entertaining dude. Just like just having conversations, I listened to him on Jamel Hill podcast. He was talking about his dad having beef with Michael Jackson, and, and, and that's just funny. Like, he a, he's an entertaining dude. I love his personality. But I don't think that was showing in the music until now. Uh, as of late, he's been able to get there more and more and more with each album that I've been checking out, and that's why I felt that this album would be so good, uh, that he would not try to be what CTE would have wanted him to be, and more so what Freddie Gibbs wants
0: to be. To be fair, he's been off CTE for several years now. I can't tell. He's still talking about Jeezy, though. <laughs> still <laughs> talking about him. People still ask about Jeezy. Do they? This yes, been made they do. Famous. But the album, uh, like, I, I, I want to get to some highlights. And it's really like, bro, like the album is damn near flawed. Like, everything from the features... To the production, like I'm, I'm glad he squashed his little rift that he had with Ross. I don't even know if Ross was aware of the riff.
1: He had a problem. because oh, Ross is uh, was a
0: was with MMG. And, uh. Well, yeah, that too. But he he got a couple of bars. I think I mentioned this uh, not to a couple of episodes ago. But he's got a he's got some bars aimed at Ross and MMG. But that's when he was flying the CTE flag. I don't know if they even rapped about it.
1: Amen. Hey, but man. pause there, right there. Ross may be the best nigga at handling like little sneak disses and beefs. I don't know, not sure if the internet seen or you guys seen on the internet. I mean, after 50 was talking about him being a CEO and made the comments about Meek. Yeah. And he was in the car. Playing the hated, the love it verse.
0: That shit was funny.
1: Talking about how much he loved, he said, "Man, this is nigga best verse right here." Then he was emphasizing the mama was a dyke and yeah, emphasizing yeah. these mm-hmm. niggas that stole my bike Man, Rick Ross is a
0: character.
1: That shit was great. That shit was great. I fucking loved it, man. Y'all didn't Grew see. Grew up that.
0: confused. My mama kissing the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He was essentially was in the car just going over fifties. Uh what is what's the name of that song? Hated, the love hated it. Love it, yeah. Ross's review and hated love it was great. But I no, didn't know no, they cool. had a beef though. I didn't know that um Rick Ross and Freddie Gibbs had a beef. Well, I'm glad they did squash that.
0: It was more one-sided. It was more, I'm gonna if you're an yeah. enemy of my people, then you're my enemy type of situation. I don't think Ross. Right. I don't even think it hit Ross radar. Okay. But with that being said, his his feature is fantastic. Benny's feature is phenomenal. Oh. Conway's feature, like all of those songs are so fucking fire. Like all of them, it is high grade, top shelf rap shit, dude. 2020 rap shit. I told you four or five people hit me up and said, this the one right here. I am now on board. Count me in. Shout out to my guy. He, I told him I was going to send him a playlist of, of Gangsta give shit and I oh, got you. Relax. It ain't no, no need for all of that, bro. Trust me, he's got heat. Just stick to this Alfredo, my nigga. It doesn't sound like this, but he has heat. I've been trying to tell
1: y'all. Just stick to this Alfredo, people. It gets better from here. Don't go back.
0: Just stay right here. What was your favorite joint song Hill? Oh,
1: man, you you said it. That Frank Lucas I fucking love with Benny the Butcher. Oh, Mm. my God. Uh, I love Babies and Fools, though I didn't think Conway's verse went with the song. Conway gonna rip it anyway. Yeah. But I don't really think that his verse went with that song. But if, I mean I understand getting Conway on there. I love Babies and Fools. Skinny Sug was great. Uh, yeah. My surpriser, my sleeper. Tyler. Absolutely. Yeah ripped it. Nigga, this sound like right. my boat I'm about to jump off of, nigga, that I ain't bought yet. Like, he was killing that. That was hard. Me not being a Tyler fan, not listening to that Igor album, man, uh not consuming it, as everybody was saying, how great it was. Man, I was surprised. He ripped this, And it was perfect. It sounded great. It wasn't like, oh, what is Tyler the Creator doing on here? It was actually one of those that make you look up if you're not familiar with Tyler and be like, man, who is this? He ripping it, you know? So, yeah. That was my he,
0: sleep. But I loved
1: that.
0: He did that. his thing. And he was most recently, I think he was on Conway project. I think he ain't he on Pray for Paris too. Uh if I'm not he mistaken, did. Tyler. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been in, in that... Man, okay, yeah. He's been in this wave for a for a couple of projects. And I think he's he's also on somebody else shit. Yeah, he's on Yachty shit. That don't really count. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's been on this wave for a little minute. So shout out to Tyler Creator. My favorite joints on here, Scotty Beam, obviously. I love 1985, though, man. The way that shit come in, the way them guitars hit, like, man, that shit sounds so good. Um, And I love the last song, All Glass. It's just, bro, 35 minutes. It's complete heat. This is probably one of my favorite albums to play, Madden 2, right now. It's been like that since it came out. Um, I would talk about low lights, but I don't have any. Mm. I don't think there's a wasted bar on here, bro. Really, my no, only low
1: no. life was the Conway uh, verse. It just didn't go like, like I said, the personality that Freddie Gibbs have and him being able to tell such a great story, even when he's not necessarily telling a story on the track. Uh, I just didn't think the Conway's bars fit with that. Conway was, you know, ripping <laughs> it, but he just went in the babies and fools mode. So. That's my only. If I'm nitpicking, because I right. did enjoy the Conway verse anyway, but I'm, I'd have to be nitpicking to point that out. Uh, but if I'm rating it, if we're are we the ratings yet? Is it that sure, time? Sure, go for it. Unveiling. It. I'm going with four and a half reels, man. Mm. Like that's the highest rating that we done put on here. That's not I gave that wasn't a classic already. Like that we did on Patreon. I got to go with four and a half, man. It's Ooh. nigga. I'm, I, I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed this. Merch is dope. Uh, post rollout crushing academics is dope. Like <laughs> kudos, my nigga. Freddie Gibbs is in his bag. He has did the quarantine glow up. Join, uh, my nigga, Tory lanes in, in mm. quarantine glow up status. Shout out to him, man.
0: Yeah. I, I'm with you. It's four and a half. It's a superb, project. Shout out to the merch. I had to cop. Uh, the album was too good. I was feeling it. Merch was dope. The whole rollout was 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 on point, bro. So this is a crazy, ridiculous album. Now, the question is, is it too early to crown it album of the year, though? Uh, is that an overreaction?
1: Good conversation to get into here. It's... it's, it's- It's one of those years that we, well, actually not one of those years. It's a year we've never seen before. We've never seen anything like this. So we're not sure what's to come Mm -hmm. before we even start logging on recording. I've seen some rumblings that J Cole may be doing some album promo with an interview at the end of this week. So that may be coming, but I think it's, within the right temperature of the room to say that this is the album of the year because we don't expect a lot more coming out this year. Like I don't think that we were talking about this conversation earlier when we did our mid-year review. I think the temperature was tested. I never got to address this either. Mm-hmm. I said that J. Cole would be the one to test the temperature. And then you True. would get a response from Kendrick and Drake based off how the temperature was. And I think the Cole did that. As soon as we recorded that episode, he dropped that single with the distant no name, and I think the temperature was one where nobody's comfortable with, because everybody's being highly critiqued, and it's all about, well, and not to say that it shouldn't be, but it's about what are you doing right now, how are you speaking towards the social stuff that's going on, not really about what we usually entail with an album rollout. Mm-hmm. So I think the. J Cole put his foot in the water, got that backlash that he got, and I think that showed OVO, that showed TD, uh, QC, like I like, we're gonna put the reins on all of this. We gonna pull back, yeah. We're gonna let Freddie Gibbs, and we're gonna let Griselda, and we're gonna let those guys own this year. And once we figure out what's going on post Corona. We roll out the big guys. So to answer the question, could this be album of the year? Is it too early? I don't think so, because we're in an unprecedented time. So what do you think?
0: Yeah, no, you make a fair point. Um, I think this had the impact. So you, you could argue there's quality projects that came out this year that people are really feeling. People, speaking of Conway, oh people God. feeling that Lulu, people feeling that Run The Jewels 4, uh, people feeling that Royster 5'9 allegory. Right, right. But for some reason, this Freddie Gibbs is sticking a little more to me. It's getting clock in a lot more areas. I feel like a lot more people have become Freddie Gibbs fans. That's true. And I I, I I just the timing, man, sometimes you really just can't call it. You might have thought this would have happened last year with the bandana rollout. You might have thought this would have happened before that with the Freddie album where he leaning across it with the pink suit on, like a R&B. Color. You know what I'm saying? You you don't know what's going to stick and what's not. And it seems like this is the one. This is his time. You know what I'm saying? Although and listen, they saying OVO might got something on the way. They saying they testing the waters too. They he got two singles He's dropping Friday with Khaled, you know what Who's I mean? Right? So, yeah, really. So I don't know if that's Khaled joints or if that's They're Drake they using
1: Khaled as a test
0: dummy. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah,
1: Khaled dropped these off, bro. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, we don't know. Uh, Big Sean was supposed to have dropped several weeks ago. I, I, we think Kendrick would have one in the chamber. Like you said, people are pushing things back, man. I remember even like this isn't even just affecting music. Look at the sneaker industry; the sneaker industry pushed back all their June releases because really? it was just too much shit going on. Yeah, with the protests and the, they they didn't feel like it was the time to be dropping stuff like that, man. So it just it, it looked like in bad taste that you're still dropping shit that's, if we being honest, kind of irrelevant to the bigger issues that were going on. The block was just entirely too hot. Um, so a lot of shoes that were supposed to come out in June got pushed back to July and um, I think music is doing it the same way except it's just they're pushing it back further especially now it looks like we're going to be going backwards uh, with this Corona shit, now we might not get that Drake this year, we might not get that Big Sean this year or that Cole, like niggas might just sit this one out, Mm. so with that being said then that means we got the album of the year right here we're talking about it dude, it's that Alfredo like like it just is what it is man I don't think it's an overreaction to call it right now. Call it a fight early.
1: You don't think it's an overreaction based off what the, the, the future looks like?
0: Yeah, the future now, in 2020 looking, looking grim
1: for album Just release. to go over some of the albums of people, you mentioned a lot there. Yeah. But um, what would you say is the top competition for him if you it had would, to?
0: I say it would be Pray for Paris. Okay. I say it would be it would be allegory. Mm. those are the those are the three. in my opinion, are in top three in my rotation right now, as of today. If nothing else were to come out for the rest of the year, I think Gibbs would have it. but and all, those three projects all have the same thing in common. They have very similar sounds. So the backpack hoodie, guys? They dropped when this shit. Well, not backpack, but the hoodie music guys. They dropped during this gap because they knew they had nothing to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Like this music. Trust me, if if the world opens back up,
1: regardless,
0: bro, if the world opens back up in in fall, late fall, that's perfect for niggas to throw their hoodies and Tim's on and go to this Freddie Gibbs Alfredo show. Like it's right on time. So yeah. <laughs> uh, unless we're in the house until next summer, they talking
1: about summer 2022.
0: Let's fuck out of here! I, I
1: promise you, it. they said them on the CNN today, just like an hour ago. Summer '22 is when they expect things to get back to normal. No fucking
0: way.
1: Because of the slide, because of the recent slide, dude. I, I they are literally pushing that narrative right. You're scrolling across the bottom of my screen right now.
0: That's nuts. Nuts. Well, if that's the I case, knew. don't <laughs> nobody see that coming. We might not that's... ever get a Kendrick album.
1: Shit. That's some slow.
0: I just uh, I, I feel like somebody like a Kendrick or even fuck it like a Gibbs or a Drake they can do like a virtual concert right now, and that should be dope, man. You can put a paywall behind that shit, it'll yeah, be I'm fire.
1: Definitely, I, I I do that.
0: Like I, I see they, a gun
1: they, gun I do I, it. I it re, re, they can rent out the concert, excuse me, rent out the arena, have no one in there. Like you said, just virtual. No, that's, that too that's, that's too much. That's know, too
0: much. It's gonna cost too much to rent that out. Yeah, you gotta it, do nothing paywall. major like it.
1: What are they gonna perform at in their house?
0: No, I mean, Gunner did his outside. I don't know exactly where he was at, like he was in LA or something, but it was just something with a nice backdrop. It ain't gotta be super elaborate.
1: Oh, well, that's cool. Y'all you know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, They're gonna have to figure that out sooner rather than later, because if it's 2022 shit stick, people gonna be in a fucking bind. Um, some other ones that I think compared to that one, uh, thanks for asking, that you <laughs> run the jewels for. I think that's going to be up there with the album of the year, Conversations. Um, Bowley James. Well, that's more of a sleeper for me. I don't know if that's yeah, my, I'm about to say uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that that and it was something else that I just seen and I'm hot. I can't find it now. Mm. You're heated. Very much so. So I'll go directly to my sleepers, my sleeper albums. Forty Two Doug Young and Turnt is
0: banging. Young and Turnt Two. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I ain't, like, I ain't like that one as much as part You didn't
1: one. like that? No, I like part one better. I like part two. It was banging. Uh, T. Grizzly. What is it called? In school, higher learning. The
0: smartest one.
1: Smartest, smartest one in the room. Something to some do with shit. books and classes. Yeah, I ain't
0: like, I ain't like
1: that either. Banging. Nah.
0: Banging. He got a couple joints on That's song with
1: Big Sean. Bang That album is banging. Y'all check out that T. Grizzly. I really like that. So that's a sleeper for me. Um, yeah. Those albums, I think, will be slept on this year, but people should really check them out.
0: Uh, if you look at... We've been doing our top 10 albums of the year episodes since 2015. <laughs> if you look at who we picked for album of the year for each one of those years, mm-hmm. I feel like this this Freddie Gibbs album is on par with these projects. Let's look at 2015. I chose Dark Sky Paradise, Big Sean. Mm-hmm. You chose Scarface, Deeply Rooted, which Deeply I know you wish you
1: could take back. Still banging it to this day. That's better I than a know fix.
0: What? 2016, I had Life of Pablo. Of course. Kanye is number life. one. You had DJ Khaled Major Key. Yeah, I so see. So you're that. 0 for 2 that in 2015. What came, out into, what came out there yeah, that must I been, got the keys. Oh, yeah. I got the keys was on that album.
1: And uh, Wild Thoughts and shit? Well, that was after yeah. Wild Thoughts album. It was on the Wild Thoughts
0: album? I think Wild Thoughts was on, though. Oh. I, I don't feel like up. fact-checking it because the album is just gonna little Cool, and it did not deserve to be number Wait, yeah, one. What year was that? That was 2016.
1: Now, that one may be a mistake. What happened right there?
0: 2017, I had Kendrick Lamar's Damn as number one, and you have Jay-Z 444. Let's go. Uh, Nipsey, excuse me, in 2018 and 2019, we had the same one. It was very anticlimactic. We both had Nipsey Victory Lap in 18, and then we both had Game Born to Rap in 2019.
1: I didn't realize 444 and Damn came out in the same year.
0: Yep. Damn. Yep, yep, yep. That's a heavy year. Last time we saw Kendrick Lamar in public, 2017.
1: Damn, it don't seem like the same time.
0: Yep. Haven't yeah. heard or seen that nigga since. Somebody please find <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Um, but Where'd I say that to here? say, this. I feel like I can put this body of work up there with those projects, and it fit. It won't look like, eh, that don't belong. That belongs in these projects. Now, obviously, these are bigger. Kanye's a bigger artist. Kendrick Lamar's a bigger artist. I get it. Their impact is going to be on another level. So don't think I'm saying that Gangsta Gibbs, his impact is the same as Kendrick Lamar's. It's not. But Mm. quality of work, body of work, I'm putting that up there with these projects, and I feel comfortable in doing so. After hearing what you had for album of the year for the last five years, does that Gibbs fit? with
1: these? Would it make sense? Uh, Yeah, I think it fits. And I'm changing my 2016. Going back (laughs) and retroactively changing that to Views. Views was easily the best album of that year. You shitted on that
0: Views. I had it number two when you shitted on
1: it. Yeah, I was hating on them. Now it's banger. though. It's probably his best album. Uh, Now. But, yeah, as I said, Freddie Gribbs Freddie Gibbs, growing into the artist that he's growing into now, I I agree with you. It does fit. Uh, He has been making his way for a long time. And at some point you make that jump from just a cool little rapper dude to a star. And I think that he's making that jump. Uh, He's put himself in the right position. He's already been in the movies and stuff. And I think he conducts himself well. This ain't going to be like new to him. Like once he you know, starts getting critically acclaimed treatment, it ain't gonna be new to Gibbs because he's been in this role before because he's been able to rap his ass off for a long time. Uh so I I think that this is right there on par with the other albums that we've had. And it's definitely not a long shot.
0: It's not too late to change your twenty fifteen from deeply rooted to, to pimple butterfly. It's not too late. It's definitely not changing that.
1: The deeply rooted was the best thing going there. But the T P A B is bang. Probably one of my favorite albums now, but of that year, in that moment, it was there. And also, my What's 1A that? of that year would have been that Yo Gotti, the Auto Hustle. That was
0: banging, too. Man, fuck out of here. That didn't make it top ten. And Yo Gotti was banging. I will, have, music. I will have a Freddie Gibbs um, playlist on Apple Music and title coming very soon. Don't you worry about a thing. Let me I'll shoot it to you so you can get some education on Gibbs. Can I talk about the time I almost met him, but I blew it, and, and you, I still ain't forgave myself.
1: You washed, and you shouldn't, and you sound like a fanboy right now. I and was, man,
0: it's okay to be a fan. Shit. True,
1: but you were hot still because you didn't meet him. I don't know. That's where you kind like of like border the line of not being okay still. It's okay to like somebody. You're right,
0: but no. still being
1: mad about not meeting him is <laughs> that's the fanboy is right. Not now.
0: just meeting him, but I, I had a chance oh. to chill in the studio with him, oh. which would oh, be so- cool. Fuck out of here.
1: You know what they do in the studio.
0: What? <laughs> Music, motherfucker, and I would have been in there. I fuck around, and made a skit uh, or something.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't forgave myself about that shit either.
1: Yeah, you gotta seize problem? those moments, man. You're in the business.
0: Fuck I know, that man. Flight.
1: Fuck that shit. I flight. it, Make man. I had a fight
0: far. to catch and I was scared to miss it. I don't, I don't know. I'm hot my
1: myself. Holler at the PJs. All
0: right, man, before we get out of here, let's get to some wins and some losses. Okay. Uh, first of all, y'all let us know, too, what y'all think about the um, album of the year. Man, is it too soon to call that Gibbs album of the year? Y'all let us know. Um, go to Facebook and the Rap Chat. You know how we get down on that TV podcast on IG. All right. We got a W to hand out to NLE Chopper for graduating high school uh, at Greater Praise Christian Academy in Memphis. He dedicated the graduation to his mom, man. Big look for NLE.
1: Mm, that's cool. Uh, what is he, old? Like, I don't understand. why him graduating high school, like, is this a GED type thing? Or did he go back to get it? I think
0: he, I I think he went to high school to get it. Oh, okay,
1: gotcha. He's just a famous star graduating high school. Something (laughs) to L.E. Chopper, man.
0: He on this Quavo shit right now, graduating high school. Just a little late, better late than never. Better. Um, we got a W to Pop Smoke's investigation. Apparently five people have been arrested in connection with the murder of Pop Smoke. Three adults and two minors. Um. Ugh. Apparently, they can face the death
1: penalty. Boy, that's wow. Crazy. Yeah, I, that that is wild. I'm glad they caught those people. Uh, a, 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 ne- a murder in a neighborhood like that it definitely wasn't going to go too long without them catching somebody and putting it on somebody. So if these were the people responsible. For, I'm definitely glad that happened, man. Rest in peace again, Pop Smoke.
0: Yeah, one of the people accused filmed himself being arrested and detained. Did you see that?
1: Nah, I ain't see that.
0: He had his phone still on him. He was filming himself getting arrested. It was weird. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah.
1: One of the young dudes and one of the older guys. Yeah, he looked yeah. like
0: one of the young dudes. Nah, very, sense. very clout, Chasey. That makes sense. Lame. All right. And uh, lastly, a W to Jay Z. He and his company, Rock Nation, have taken out full page ads in the newspaper again Thank across you. the country, um, highlighting local black owned <laughs> businesses. Uh, this was in response to to a study in April that said 45% of black-owned businesses will be in danger of closing within six months due to COVID-19.
1: Shout out um, to Rock Nation and Jay-Z for this, man. This is dope. It's big. I, mean, I hope he continues to do it It puts spotlight on black businesses like ours, and I hope we continue to grow from him.
0: My only concern is that he put these ads in the newspaper, and I don't know anybody that still reads the newspaper.
1: (laughs) It's going to be on the digital version, too. It has to be. Is it? You read the digital newspaper? No. Exactly. Um, What my takeaway from this was is when it's a headline like this, it's always Jay-Z did it. But when it's a headline in the negative, it's Rock Nation did it.
0: I don't know about that though. You know, What's they, a negative they, headline from Rock Nation
1: though? Uh, well, I mean, with just anything, if if it comes out and they say that Rock Nation is having this issue or whatever it may be, I feel like that they say Rock Nation before they say Jay Z. And when it's a praise, yeah. they say Jay Z. Pay attention just
0: to that, made that
1: up. No, weird. watch. No, I'm telling you, watch. Next time and- you see a release.
0: It's kind of interesting cuz he he's he's on his Robin Hood shit right now cuz you know they Rock Nation got a PPP loan from the stimulus package.
1: Mm, yeah. So, I, I seen it. Did, what did it what did it say? <laughs> did it say Rock Nation got a PPP loan or Jay-Z got uh, a PPP loan? It
0: said Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z and Rock Nation, that's what it say. So wow. they got the PPP loan, but he he you could argue he's using that Say, know, why wouldn't
1: he though? Like people kill me talking about these Bitcoin. Go, yes, the government is giving out money for businesses to continue to do what they do. Yes, I don't give a fuck if Rock Nation takes it. No yeah, this, this it wasn't
0: well, for my, the record. This wasn't in like a negative. It didn't I, have a negative connotation to it.
1: They were just telling you the people that got PPP loans.
0: Yeah, that's all. So I mean, I look at it like, what he say? I, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. Get rich and give back. That's the win-win.
1: That's the win-win.
0: That's what he's that doing, man. It. So. Shout out to Hov doing big things. Um, on decker of the week, we got two on deckers of the week. This might be a first.
1: Swag.
0: Shout out to our latest Patreon subscribers, Malik and Mary. Shout out to y'all. I hope y'all enjoy the content that we got cooking. They sound like they might be brother and sister. I don't know if they're related. Mm,
1: Malik and Mary, maybe.
0: Can't you see like some twins or something?
1: Yeah, that makes plenty of sense.
0: I can see that. But shout out to them. Thank you for supporting the real. Thank you for everyone who has already signed up to Patreon, who we didn't get to shout out. Our apologies. We slept,
1: but Don't we appreciate
0: you. Yeah. And, uh, new changes coming to Patreon soon. There will be more tiers available. And when you see more tiers, that means more content. Um, something for everybody, man, sports, fashion, hip hop coming very soon to Patreon. Yes, absolutely.
1: Uh, you guys enjoy that.
0: Absolutely. Link in the link in the description to, uh, subscribe and support the real, you got something to put me on.
1: Yes. Video game people, everybody mm, golf. That is the video, like if you, like What's a casual, everybody golf.
0: Okay.
1: If you're like a casual golfer, you're not like very Tiger Woodish and you ain't looking for a real simulation game. If you remember the Hot Shots Golf back in the day, that wow. was on PlayStation, download this Everybody Golf. It is absolutely man-fucking-tastic. I've been playing the shit out of that. So it's a video I game. So cold that shit. I used to dog fuck you though. Oh my god. I was a hot walk. I was the hot shots champion.
0: This is this is hot. This from the same people. They just changed the name. Yeah, it's dope too. It's super dope dope. though. I got it too. I ain't gonna lie. That shit dope. Um I love those golf games like that, man. That shit fun as hell. Tough. I Um, gotta put on I gotta put you on to clear shoebox containers from the container store. Mm. Listen i was the last i thought i was the last person on earth to give up my shoe boxes i didn't want to shout out to j hove he's been telling me for months and months bro you gotta get the drop top shoe box clear cases from gonna kind of container store i'm like nigga what the fuck what is that it makes your shit look so much more organized so much more clean i'm not gonna lie I gotta go re-up Gotta order me some more If you go get them from the container store Make sure you sign up for their email You get an extra 15% off But they're constantly on sale 20-30% off mm. So you do the 30% off Do you get an extra 15% off When you sign up for the joint So Sweet. If you had
1: them trash-ass Yeezys back there That'd
0: be a nice setup Shit. It'll burn them It's gonna keep my Yeezys pristine mm. God damn them, it You got the
1: MAGA shoes back up
0: They're gonna preserve my Yeezys This is perfect no, um, nah, but invest in that man It's pretty dope Hey um, man other than that It's been another episode in the books As you would say um, Do us a favor on Deck TV Podcast on Instagram. Shout out to uh, iTunes too, man. Somebody left us a comment.
1: Yeah, man. Make sure you guys do go rate, subscribe, and like. That still helps us out. Continues to put us in people's faces. Definitely helps independent podcasts like ours. Go to the Patreon page. Sign up for it. Go to the YouTube. Make sure you are a subscriber. That's YouTube Real view Go to that page. Sign up for us. Check out all the videos and the latest from the site.
0: Yeah, man. Shout out to Trav Trick. Left a comment said dope pod gave us five stars he said i'm rocking with spike and the animal good looking appreciate
1: the animal is disgusting
0: that's real the i like that animal
1: oh i like God. that you i like that like trap you look like the animal that's <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you a new nickname man hey until the, until the next time man we are out we'll see y'all next week yes sir
1: Okay. Ch-